You're listening to Force Fed Digital. BXU Saludos, señoras y señores. Salute, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Art of Bounce. I am Ralph Anthony Garcia, also known as R4. The Art of Bounce podcast, or Bounce for shorts, is a program where we acknowledge the efforts of the hardworking women and men donning the black to work the night, specifically bouncers. But this also applies to other aspects of safety and security. Security guards, fire guards, lifeguards, correctional guards, secret service, royal constables, police, firefighters, EMTs, and everything in between. Let's not rule out some of the goofiness that happens too. The dumb shit do that makes the rest of us look bad. The bullying, the corruption, the nasty condescending attitudes, which at times I'm even surely guilty of. It happens to the best of us. After all, we are all only human, but some people just choose to be subhuman. You know what I mean? Anyways, here at Bounce, we try to uncover it all for y'all to gather a better perspective and understanding on what it is we do behind the velvet rope. I've given half my life to this service. It was 27 years when I finally decided to hang up my boots. Unfortunately, with binomics and the utter unfeasibility of today's economy, there are times I have to betray myself and temporarily come out of retirement. Just to make sure I try to make some ends meet. Everything is just so damn expensive. 400% more expensive at the supermarket. Bus and train fares has been raised again. More co-pays at the pharmacy. And I'm not gonna keep going because I'll go even crazier than I f***ing am. We can all agree we can use more money. On today's edition of Bounce, the conclusion of the discussion between myself and my beloved brother Vlad the Barber as we take it back to 2006 inside Club Departure. Big up to the rest of the crew that worked that crazy gig along with us that night at Departures and a big shout to the rest of the security working that night as well. Even though I question some of you motherfuckers his common sense and those damn supervisors who were too righteous in their pursuits to be told anything. I couldn't tell them shit. Sure, they apologized after the fact, but I couldn't help but to think some of you people just love chaos, confrontation, calamity, melee, disturbance, violence. I mean, why else would you make such rash-ass decisions as a quote-unquote supervisor? Anyways, before I become too wrapped up in this, we are already inside Club Departure. Steer clear of the exit doors and the no-stopping zones, and let's listen in. Man, I don't know what the men out there was doing, but I know for a fact, and I don't mean to pocket watch motherfuckers, but whoever was on that line in charge of that outside by those barricades. Let me tell y'all something, man. Them bouncers make dough. Oh, they definitely did. 
Definitely. We're trying to paint a picture for you ladies and gentlemen. Some bouncers, when they're fortunate enough to make certain spots, make certain positions in whatever edifice, especially this one, man, if you're lucky enough to be outside, you're oh, going to make some money. money. The little slide of the hand, selling cigars, selling cigarettes. Oh, dude, and they, and they charge an exaggerated price. Oh, you want a loose? Five dollars. It yeah. bees that way. Oh, you want a cigar? Ten dollars. <laughs> and they give it up. They give it yeah. right up. Like, okay, thank you. Because it's not like they're about to go five blocks up the block in Midtown Manhattan just to go to some store where they're going to get anyway. Exactly. Yo, even gum was for sale. Gum as in chewing gum. Hell yeah. I bet you them shits was ten dollars. Word. It was like a dollar a piece, though. Nah. <laughs> Bro, I remember I used to sell Lucy's for $2 in my day. That's when I had the little modest spots. I bet you in this midtown spot, they was getting for $5 each. Hell yeah. But if you were nice, you was doing your shit on the inside, too. Yeah, that's true. For me, I was, I was more like in protective mode because, like I said, I could see the balcony across from me. And um, night started, I was uncomfortable just watching my boy across around all these celebrities that don't like each other, specifically two of them, that both have entourages with them. And I'm on edge, looking at the shit like, like it's a movie, like, oh, man. And sure enough, it happened. Yes, y'all, we're talking about a particular uptown boy and a down south guy. Yes, sir. And that down south guy, he's about his business, man. Homeboy <laughs> boy get down, man. He, he's the one that, he wasn't playing around. Bro, let me tell y'all a, a little piece of the history about it. You got the one guy from uptown and the Mr. Down South guy. These guys just happen to have, they happen to have the same nationality. And because of which, one and the other tend to say they are the representers of this one nation and et cetera. And all the bullshit that comes with yeah. it. You can tell it better than me, Vlad. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that too. And plus um, a famous uptown artist had major beef with the other uptown artists. I can't say no names, but yeah. You know, <laughs> That's a whole other a whole episode other right there, too. <laughs> Believe it. You know, guys was from Uptown that had beef, and one of the down south guys is rolling heavy with the more famous Uptown guy. Mm -hmm. You know? That's how I could put it. You know what I'm saying? Uptown guys, Uptown problems. <laughs> uptown, baby. Uptown. So, as I was standing there in the balcony, looking across at my boy, making sure he's all right, because remember, this was his first night as a bouncer. Remember? Mm -hmm. He never did that before. You know, so I see the um, the down south guy, he's chilling, he's drinking, and one of the uptown guy's friend goes up to the down south guy. From where I'm looking at, he said something to him. He had his hand up, you know, talking that thug shit. Of course. Then the down south guy turns around, grabs a chair, and hit this motherfucker right in his head. Boom! And you already know what happened next. Oh, boy. Stupid and rumble. Here's the stupid shit. I was nowhere near it because where I was, I was in a whole different other section. You heard it in the walkie-talkie. Yo, the rumble is on. The balcony. Green section. I don't oh. remember the color they were, but I'm just throwing it out there like that, you know, just for you to get an idea. They're rumbling bottles. Everybody's getting hit with bottles. My boy is there. I'm in the balcony. And I'm like, man, f*** that shit. I'm going over there. The other bouncer on my side was like, Vlad, you cannot go over there. And I'm like, what you mean? He was like, yo, you got to hold down this section. We got the runners for that. Because remember, it was us posted and there was the runners. Yes. 
Those that had to be at their assigned posts had to stay due to safety concerns, which is valid. Is why we had at least 20 runners to do that job. But I overheard on the radio what was going on. And it was you. I heard you. Yeah. Being frantic. I didn't give a f Yep. I left. No one yeah, was going to tell me shit. <laughs> Not me. No. Uh-uh. Everybody knew the famous Pez. Yep. I be on some superhero shit when it comes to my getting into it. That was so off, man. You guys got there. Everybody got there. Started breaking shit up. Yo, what I'm surprised, and it sounds weird to say, but I'm surprised nobody threw somebody over the damn balcony. And I'm surprised nobody got shot. Yo, facts. I was like, man, these dudes had an ill rumble like, like it was 1981. Like, yo, these dudes took it to back in the day. They, they threw down with chairs, bottles, and fists. Crazy, bro. Bro, you even saw the velvet rope being used like nunchucks. Yeah, man, I remember that. Yo, from my end, I'm like, I, I feel helpless because dudes is literally grabbing me, not letting me go. And we had to control our side because our side was panicking. So we trying to hold it down. I'm trying to stay focused, you know what I'm saying? But I'm losing it because I'm like, yo, my people's there. My brother's over there. Meanwhile, your brother finally made it to the floor. And I'm seeing the mess spill from your area into the floor. And I'm yep. seeing fellow bouncers who were probably runners or whoever that came out of nowhere just helping out. Men in black just snatching, <laughs> throwing them out Hell the doors. <laughs> Yo, those exit doors, man, thank God we was able to push through them. And all you saw was a bunch of stupid motherfuckers getting flung over the barricades yeah. outside. <laughs> It was definitely crazy. We controlled the, we ended up all meeting up, controlling the crowd, breaking it up, and um, we calmed that motherfucker down. It took a good 20 minutes long. Yeah, that's 20 true. minutes. That felt like an eternity. Yes. That 20 minutes felt like, like eight hours to me. 20 minutes is the length of many programs that go on for a half hour. That 10 minute Word. spot goes to the advertisements. 20 minutes yeah. is a long damn time, man. One minute, as you said, is a long time in the heat of battle. Yep. Bro, it spilled outside. As I mentioned before, folks getting flung right through the barricades, if not over them. And yeah, man. barricades, amongst other weapons, were being used to defend. Because dudes was getting at us with bottles, with the containers of the bottles. You know, them <laughs> shits, them shits, them ice, them, them ice holders. Them shits hurt, man. Them shits is big and goofy, y'all. Y'all see them shits. I'm <laughs> not trying to like get man, hit by one like of those. Man, like Mandalorian helmets. Right. No, sir. Uh, I'm not trying to go to the hospital. And from where we were, in the middle of damn far west midtown, you wasn't going to see no ambulances nope. come there, not even in an hour, bro. Trust. Yeah. The closest hospital is at least a mile away, at least two miles away from where we were. Yeah, which is um, St. Luke. Coño, senor. And when the shit spilled outside, it got so bad, right? I mean, you know, this is before we broke it all up and finished it all off. But outside, when people were just getting hit with all kinds of creative things, barricades, yeah. bottles, boxes, yeah. um, <laughs> garbage cans with garbage in it. It got so yep. bad that police in, in their police cars weren't enough. Police, yeah. police vans weren't enough. They called horses. 
Why the f The horses ended up coming. Bro, but why were there horses? <laughs> but check it out. But through it all, nobody got shot. Bro, that they kept part. It That was official, man. Not for nothing, man. Nobody got shot. Nobody. Which was crazy to me. I can't believe that nobody got shot. Nobody got shot, bro. Nobody got shot. Like, notice how many times we're actually uttering the words, nobody got shot. Word. That's saying a lot, bro. That, that, you know what I'm saying? That, that's rare. <laughs> Mind you, that right there, ladies and gentlemen, we went through the most brutal, violent, so much glass was broken, so many weapons were used, people got busted wide open, there was blood. Wide open. And everything could have been avoided if Homeboy would have listened to you in the beginning of the night when we had that meeting, when you told them, these guys do not mix. As big as that stupid building was, you think one will have the wherewithal to put one yeah. guy on one side of the building and then and the other one guy. One of them on my side. Yeah. Cornu. But it gets better. Remember, by the time we cleared everything out, everything was said and done, we all had to come back inside. And there was another meeting. Why? Because somebody took one of the guys chained. That part, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you how humiliating that was. <laughs> how embarrassing that was. Let me just break it down. Bro, how before we left, before we even got paid, they made us sit there for at least two hours, right? Two hours. Two hours. Put it like this. We didn't leave there to turn daytime. They searched our bags. I was going to get to that. 4 o'clock in the morning, everybody went home. 4.15, by the time 4.30 came, everybody was out of the building. The pep talk part two happened about 4.45 because everybody had to go into the back and bartenders and the heads of security or whatever the f*** to count the money. Uh, sitting there for fucking two more hours, right? And then for them motherfuckers to come out talking about, hey, listen, somebody's chain got taken. Y'all know the deal. Don't nobody leave this building till everyone gets searched. Yep, everyone. Like that movie, Professional. Everyone! Everyone! <laughs> 100 of us, men and women in black, had this to go ball. through the embarrassment yeah. of Dude, waiting we're tired, online. We're aggravated. We already are. Adrenaline is pumping. We're mad as hell. People's dead for two hours. Bro, we trying to go home and two hours and a half later, there we were waiting on the line to get out the motherfucking building. How bro, ironic. After two hours, what happened? Somebody got a phone call. You know where the chain was at, right? Hmm. Let me guess. But you tell it. One of his own boys saw it fall and picked it up that he so happened to leave, but he didn't notice that this boy was the one that took the damn chain. All of that for what? Nothing. For nothing. We was mad as hell, boy. Bro, like, it was insulting enough. They had us three extra hours in there before we could even leave upon yeah. hearing this shit. I know for a fact motherfuckers had a few arguments with these uh, higher-ups, you know. Yeah. Mr. Know-it-all in them. Yep. Bro, you yeah. talk about tight. We made a little good penny that night, too, man. I ain't gonna lie. We made some ducats. We made some good money that night, but... um. It, it was crazy. It was hectic. It was historical. <laughs> Bro, I don't mind telling you, I did hustle a little bit. I made it happen. You know, I did my motherfucking thing as I knew yeah. I would in such a huge building with all those damn people, so many people. How could you not make a dollar? There was a lot of money in there. There was a lot of money in there. And we could have done without the f 
fucking brutality. But other than that, all in all, I like to think it was a good night overall. It was definitely a good night because we're here to talk about it. So like I said, nobody got shot. That's a fact. I got to thank the rest of the friends and family that was rocking with us that night. Big shout to them, boys. Yeah. I applaud y'all. Y'all all did y'all thing. I am very proud to be family of y'all. I'm proud to be friends with y'all. I'm proud to still be rolling with y'all after all of these years, considering right. it could have gone either way, other ways. And what's crazy about this, there's more stories than you and I working together. That's like two or three other episodes, you know? Yes, sir. <laughs> and you best believe we will tell it. Right here on The Art of Bounce, there are many tales to tell. This is your podcast when it comes to telling your stories and whatever might be happening with what happened and whatever traumas, whatever disappointments or fears one might be feeling in this game. Right. There's a lot of that, and we will try to tell it all as best we can. Right. Hey, Vlad, if you want, man, let them know how they could reach you. Nah, you can follow me on Instagram at VladTheBarber79. You know, that's it. That's about it. That's all I got. Vlad the Barber, one of the illest barbers in the game. Like we always say, get a Vlad cut. Get mad, but yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, now those words will probably be taken a little differently. You'll probably hear somebody say "pause" now. Right. But come on, <laughs> that, that was a movement back in its day, man. Don't get it twisted. Sorry. It was, it was. I am very happy that you spent a little time with me and my brother. Brother, go ahead, man. Any final words for the people? Hey, man, have fun, live life. That's it, man. You have a great one. Thank you, my brother, for having me here. It was an honor. It was an honor to work with you too, Vlad, as well as some of the crew RG who joined us making paper. In fact, you already heard how a few of us in the crew that this was their very first experience as bouncers. I know they got a few tales to tell on their side of the story, as well as the other brothers and sisters dressed in all black to do this very dangerous damn job. Even the supervisors that night. Although, I gotta question some of y'all decisions. Part of me still has to be grateful for giving me and my crew a chance to work this gig. As violent and as chaotic as it was that night, I'm very glad no one was killed. And for the most part, that me and my crew and the rest of the cavalry in black all made it home that night unscathed. It was surely a pleasure working with you all at Club Departure. Now then, please follow me here on FourceFed Digital, whether it's through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Amazon Music. Lock it in to the Auto Bounce Podcast if you will be so kind. Connect with me via www.solo.to forward slash RGMC 2407. I have a Threads, IG, X, Facebook group, Gmail, and YouTube, all of the same handle at RGMC 2407. Catch me on the United Ronin Networks and join the channel to listen to the original uncensored versions of this podcast. And you may even tune in to the Art of Bounce YouTube channel if you so prefer. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in to TU. 
RN, the United Ronin Networks, and again with Force Fed Digital via Amazon, Apple, or Spotify. Now, in closing, like I always say, if you see a bouncer working that front door, or you see one floating on the floor, show that man or woman a little bit of love, cause they are doing their best with what little bit of money they're being paid to make sure you have a good time and feel secure. Be safe.